Hello, beautiful people, Illini fans, Illini Nation. Thanks for joining. We are back. Basketball season is officially here. We've been talking basketball for a couple weeks, uh, especially after the exhibition win two weeks ago over Kansas, but uh, it counts now. These go in the record books. These stats go into stat sheets, and Illini start the season with a, an 80-52 uh, to 52 victory over Eastern Illinois. I'm Craig. That's Logan. We are No One Asked Us weekly podcast, and we do uh, some post-game shows. Not all, but some post-game shows for Illinois basketball. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on our social medias. They are in front of you. If you're watching YouTube, they are in the description. Uh, if you uh, listen to this after the fact, thank you for tuning in. If you're on the YouTube, like and subscribe. Down below, like and subscribe. Uh, we're going to do as many of these post-games as we can. Um, so like and subscribe so you uh, don't miss any of them for the upcoming season. Uh, like I said, Illinois wins 80-52. to 52. Slow start. <laughs> slow, slow, slow start for Illinois. Um, I already saw some some people hitting the panic button or questioning if it's time to hit the panic button. Uh, but Illinois goes on to win and nearly cover the spread. So it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I'm Craig. That's Logan. How you doing, Logan? What would you think? Uh, just happy to be here. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, a that was an ugly first 15 minutes or so. And I mean, the game itself wasn't exactly pretty. Um, it's just kind of, it's just kind of one of those things where, I mean, I know we kind of did the same thing last year, but it's hard to believe this is the same team that beat Kansas (laughs) in an exhibition game. (laughs) A week ago, yeah, I thought like the same in the same building, like, and then they come out th- today and it just so sloppy and sluggish and couldn't hit a jump shot to save their lives. I, I, I mean, basketball, sports in general, they're just funny things sometimes. So like, that's just sometimes how these things work. But it's just, it's just so strange that those that was the same team, like. <laughs> That played in those two games a week apart. And I mean, as you said, yeah, they still won by nearly 30 points. So like, I'm not complaining, but just, it's just kind of crazy that this is, uh, this is how the season actually started. But yeah, it was a, it was a slow, sloppy, sluggish start. Um, which, I mean, I wasn't pressing the panic button, but I was like, okay, well, this isn't the way I wanted to start this, this day. But, uh, but here we are, they got the big win, um, all is well. 1 and 0 on the road to an undefeated season. Okay. <laughs> uh running through the stats, Illinois led in scoring. Surprise surprise by Dre Gibbs Lawhorn. 18 points from the freshman yeah. guard, Dre Gibbs Lawhorn. Uh 18 points, 7 of 10 shooting. Uh he did hit two threes. He also had three rebounds and three assists in 20 minutes. So a great 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 Debut by Dre Gibbs Lawhorn. Uh, Terrence Shannon had 16 points. He was 5 of 10 from the field. Three threes for him. Uh, five rebounds. No one else in double figures. He had Luke Goody with nine. Dane Danger with eight. Uh, Amani Hansberry had seven. And then a couple guys with six. Uh, Marcus Damask and Ty Rogers with six. Uh, rebounding, no one in double digits. Hansberry had eight. He played 14 minutes. He had seven points and eight rebounds. It's a great effort by him. Dane had eight points, six rebounds. Luke Goody, nine points, six rebounds. 
And uh, that's about it for the rebounds. And only 15 assists as a team, no one with more than three. Uh, Three-point shooting was terrible to start. I believe they started the game one of 12, maybe, one of 11. Yeah, it was really bad. Ended with uh, 10 of 32, so 31%, which isn't great. I think that's actually lower than they shot last year as a team. Um, but uh, they did they did finally start making some. I think they for over a stretch, they went 7 for 10 at one point, I think. Um, let's see, how did... Uh, how did Hamlin do? Our boy uh, Jermaine Hamlin, former line I played today for Eastern, four points and three, five rebounds, uh, four fouls as well. So not a great day for him. But early on, he was uh, dominating Coleman Hawkins. He was having his way with Coleman Hawkins, and Coleman had no clue what to do. Speaking of Coleman, we'll go over his stats right here. Where's he at? I can't even find him. Uh, he had one, one- point. One point, five rebounds, two assists. He only took two shots, and one of them was the first shot of the game. He took it. He jacked up a three. He only played 14 minutes tonight. Uh, so we'll talk about that for here in a little bit. Uh, team stats, where are we at? Uh, Elmer shot 50% from the field. Um, they out-rebounded Eastern 50-40. to 40. Uh, 47 bench points, a lot of those coming from um, – Hansberry and Gibbs Lawhorn and 36 points in the paint, which Illinois was struggling with early, uh, but they did find their stride and uh, scored 36 points in the paint. All right. Um, our key three, what do you think is number one? I got. I think I have three, but I don't know what number one is. Let's just go with what we just talked about. Uh, Coleman Hawkins on the back of the milk carton. What the heck, dude? <laughs> Yeah, it was a weird night. Weird night for Coleman. Yeah, weird night for Coleman. I I don't know the way this game started. Just kind of something just felt off at the beginning of this game, and I don't really know what was going on. But it just never Coleman just never really seemed like he was there. (laughs) I, I don't know. It was it was such a bizarre game for him it was such a bizarre game in general it was I mean, yes, very this was, you're, you're right it was a very weird start this was a 30 point win but like it didn't really feel like that um you know you had your your uh coming out performance for for gibbs lawhorn karen shannon gave you double figures like that's great great for them uh but the, the rest of the team honestly it just felt like it was just a bizarre it was a bizarre game and coleman was was the biggest uh, question mark here. Uh, I, I don't know what that performance was. I, I don't know what was going on with Coleman. Um, you know, I just hope we could just, you know, chalk that one up as a weird, weird game to start the season. But he defensively was not good. Um, offensively was non-existent. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't really put a pulse on, on what was going on here. I admittedly had the sound off because – just didn't want to listen to it. Uh, so <laughs> I just, I don't know. It was just, it was just a strange game, but Coleman in particular, um, not exactly sure what was going on there, but I'm not concerned. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I mean, this is the first of many games and, you know, it's one of those things where different guys are going to step up at different times and help you get through games. And today was, was Gibbs Lawhorn. I, 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 you know, that's just how this is going to work. 
and you don't need everybody to be putting up, you know, 15 points per game in a game against Eastern Illinois. Uh, but you need to figure out what was going on with Coleman Hawkins because that was slightly concerning, uh, that performance. Uh, Kane in the chat again is yes. writing exactly what I was thinking. This is an ex, uh, I mean, it's not an exhibition game, but this is an exhibition game more so than, than any other game this season. It felt like an exhibition game watching it. Illinois played like it was an exhibition game, and it was an exhibition game type opponent, except the stats count. So yeah, Kane hit the nail on the hit the nail on the head right here. It was yep. it was total and I almost said that in our intro. I was like, I'm not gonna overreact to anything because this this felt like an exhibition game, and this was almost an exhibition game. So, yeah, good, yeah, that's good why, point there by Kane. That's why I said it's just so strange that this is the same team. Like this, yeah. It just feels like this game should have taken place before the Kansas game. Yeah. But it, it's just so backwards. Everything about yeah. this is backwards. But, yeah, but yeah Coleman, I think Coleman's the biggest, the biggest question mark of the whole thing. Um, I mean, my second key would uh, – it'd be, it'd be Gibbs Lawhorn. I mean, yeah, I was going to say freshman. You know, we yeah, the freshman in general, that's that's good. Yeah, Hansberry had a good night too. Um, Nico got some good minutes. Yeah, I mean, and Dre was Dre was great. I mean, he really was the the, the spark at one point because this team was struggling uh to come up with any sort of offense. And he put to he single handedly put a drive together. I don't know what the tally on that was, but uh they they were down, I think, like five or six, and then by the next time out, they were they were up two or three points. So, uh, nice little run that he kind of sparked there coming into the game, hitting a, a three, had a nice drive to the hoop. Uh, he had a nice showing, which I wasn't sure during after the exhibition game what sort of role he would have. It's one of those you just don't know. These things are not going to be super consistent to start the season, but the freshman didn't see a lot of minutes in that game. Um, and here you get obviously a far lesser opponent. You go from team one of 360, whatever to three team 360, whatever. So, I mean, it is what it is, but, um, yeah, it was just, it was nice to see that performance from him, especially, but yeah, I'm on a Hansberry seven points, eight rebounds. As you mentioned, Nico had a couple points, three assists, three rebounds. Um, who else is a freshman? That's it, right? Just those three. Just those three. Walk on guys, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was a nice, it was a nice showing for the freshman for sure. Yeah, Illinois was down nineteen to fifteen, and uh, DGL yeah. hit a hit a layup with eight oh six left, and then I'm assuming it went to the TV timeout. Maybe I don't know, um, but he hit a layup to cut it to a two point game. Another layup. Um, they they count them as layups. I don't know if they're layups or like short jumpers. I don't remember to tie it. And then he had the fast break dunk uh, to give Illinois the 21 to 19 yeah. lead. And then they never looked back. I don't think they gave up the lead the rest of the game. So right around the eight minute mark of the first half is when it really, really flipped for him. Um, uh, yeah. Again, very exhibition style feel. Uh, I feel like we touched, we touched on this uh, last week with Dane. Some dudes just feast on the mid majors, like the lower competition. So we'll see here in uh, eight days. When Marquette comes to town, Tyler Kolick's on the other side of the court with against you. Um, what these freshmen do, but it was a, it was a great debut for Gibbs Lawhorn. I know I retweeted the boardroom from Illini board. Uh, their tweet that is Dre Gibbs Lawhorn, what we thought Sky Clark was, or something like that. 
Um, this was the best guard performance we've seen by a freshman in, in a while. Uh, I know yeah. Jaden Epps had a couple good ones last year, um, but this was this was very, very impressive by Gibbs Lawhorn and Hansberry. I know, again, can't take too much stock in it because Eastern doesn't have a lot of post presence, but only 14 minutes to go seven and eight. Um, I think that's going to be what we see from him a lot. Uh, maybe not seven points, but he's going to – if he plays – 12 to 15 minutes, he's going to grab five to eight rebounds. Yeah, he is. He's energy on the boards. And I liked what I saw from Nico Moretti. Um, he only played, he played 12 minutes. Yeah, he played 12 minutes. He had three assists, had a couple, had three rebounds and two points, free throws. Um, I liked what I saw when he had the ball in his hands. I think he knows how to get the ball to the people he who does. are open. He made some impressive drives and dishes out to the threes early that weren't made because that's when Illinois was struggling. But um, I liked what I saw from from Moretti. My third point, Keith of our key three. And I don't know if this is where you would go. Um, I need to listen to Brad's under Brad's post game because I'm sure he's going to address it. Where was Sincere Harris? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you he was you on tweeted, the bench. You tweeted something early about it about him just not play, but he just didn't play the whole game. So clearly, something's thoughts, up there. He's either hurt, like a minor injury. Or he requested to redshirt. Like maybe he um, saw he didn't. Maybe he saw or they told him that he wasn't going to get minutes, and he's like, "Okay, I want a redshirt then to maintain the year." I have no clue. I, I'm sure if, if anyone in the chat is listening to Brad or has any clue what is being said, um, I'm very curious. I, I'm leaning more towards hurt because I can't imagine a 30 point game since you're not seeing the floor. So I'm leaning towards him being. Maybe a minor injury, but the Big Ten did make the rule that was announced today before the games that there are injury availability reports in the Big Ten now, just like football. A couple hours before the game, you have to report who's going to be available or who's questionable game time decision, and he was not on the report. Everybody was reported as available. So unless he picked something up in pregame, it was not a pre-existing injury. So, yeah. Um, I didn't th- – well, okay, two things. Um, I did not jump to the conclusion, the redshirt conclusion, but that's an interesting theory. Um, and I didn't think about the injury report thing. I did see those come out, um, but I didn't put two and two together to think about that. So I, I don't know. I mean, obviously nobody knows. No one knows, yeah. I mean, Brad, I assume, will address something in the post-game Michael, comments. Buddy Michael said he's not on the radio yet, but Dion said um, he's going to ask. I I have to assume something is up there. Uh, yeah. What it is, I don't know. I mean, the the your thought, the redshirt thought is is a thing. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule that out. I mean, there's a lot of guards on this team, and he's probably right. Um, you know, there's probably going to be some struggle for minutes, but I don't know. We'll just have to see what what the. What Brad says uh, about that situation. So, yeah, it was interesting to see when he didn't play at the beginning, but then when he didn't play the entire game, that was a little different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's obviously something to keep an eye on. He's a guy that I would really like to have this season, but I get it if that's his thought. Um, I don't necessarily know how that improves next year. Um, unless people, obviously people will leave. That's the world we live in. He may leave, but, um, you know, I don't know that the guard situation necessarily improves. 
Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. When obviously he was, I knew he wasn't going to start. Um, I knew he wasn't going to be like a top seven or eight guy. But when I saw Moretti come in before him, that's when I was like, okay, something's up. Uh, because obviously Ty Rogers is the starting point guard per se. And I thought, you know, there's a good chance that Gibbs Lawhorn would be the second string ahead of Sincere and jump him into the depth chart. But Moretti really, uh, when he came in before Sincere, really, really piqued my interest. And, and yeah. I'll say here what I what I tweeted. I don't know where his minutes would come from. I mean, I would assume they would have been Moretti's. But like you said, he's a guy that can be valuable to this team. Yeah. Um, and I've had some people tell me, you know, you can't just throw someone out there that has no offensive game. But in certain situations, that's what you need. If, say, yeah. say next Tuesday, Tyler Kolix just getting whatever he wants, throw Sincere on him for five minutes and just say, hey, you've got five fouls to work with here. Do your thing, bro. And see if he can rattle Kolix's cage a little bit, you know? So, We'll see what happens, but I think that was probably not my biggest takeaway, but I'm very interested to see what comes out of this postgame presser and what we see the next couple games because I thought Sincere would be a guy that would get a couple minutes at least, and he got none. Yeah, so. no, the fact that he didn't play at all is – that yeah. doesn't mean – that's not a matter of playing time. <laughs> that's yeah. something else. That's either injury – or uh, right, that's what I was gonna say. If he's Brad in the doghouse, or or that. Or, I didn't think of that. Or the suspension. I mean, he could just he could have violated some sort of team rule. And Brad said, "You're yep. you're not gonna play today." Yep. That I mean, we don't know. Very well hopefully, he addresses that. So that could very well be. True. Um, we just spent five ten minutes talking about sincere not playing, and it could simply be he tweaked something, or he's you know had a game suspension, and that conversation just goes out the window. But um, so we do that. We here, speculate. You were typing something under other notes. What were you? I was typing about? sincere. Oh, sincere. Okay. All right. Uh, we are live. Uh, a couple people have jumped in the chat here, so we'll check it real quick. Um, Jay Hawkins did not help his future draft stock. Only one game yet that line. Hawkins has always been a puzzling player to say the least. Yeah, he's he's hit or miss. He's he can definitely be hit or miss, and tonight was a complete miss on his part. He he looked he looked overmatched against Jermaine, Jermaine Hamlin, which is not a good sign. I wouldn't put too much no. stock into his draft stock uh, yeah. for one game against Eastern. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't look good. I don't. You know, I don't know what was going on there, but. Again, I'll, I've been saying for a while, and what we've talked about is that you know you just you need a couple guys to step up in these you know non-conference games, and it they didn't need him tonight, so like it's fine. Yep. Um, yep. I wouldn't be too concerned about Coleman, but I, I get it. He is a puzzling player. He will have these days where he will disappear, <laughs> and today was certainly one of them. And then against Marquette, he'll probably drop a triple double. I mean, that's just the kind yep. of player that he is. Yep. So. Plays the competition a little bit. Uh, Arlen in here. Thanks for joining Arlen. Uh, Dre to the starting lineup eventually. Uh, maybe. maybe. I, I, I think I kind of like the starting lineup right now with Ty, um, Damask, Gary A., Shannon, and Hawkins. 
If anything, I would throw Luke Goody in there over Garrier, maybe. Uh, but I, I don't think it changes, at least for a while. Uh, I know Dre played really well tonight, but he is a he is a true freshman. And I think Brad wants to start the game with some experience and some guys that he knows uh, can play well. So I, yeah, I would he's... say it's way too early for this talk. Yeah, no, and he's gonna give he's gonna give uh he's gonna give Ty a leash with the point guard situation. I mean, he's gonna let him figure it out for a while. Um so I don't I don't see uh Dre or anybody else really stepping in, in there and, and changing things up right now. Uh we'll see as we get closer to conference season if things aren't going well or something happens and you, you never you never know uh if Dre continues to put up 18 point games um on a consistent basis. Maybe, but you also just got that off the bench. So I don't know that you necessarily need to be. There's your. There it is. Craig. <laughs> Craig Sometimes I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Apparently, according to Michael, Brad just said in the post game that. Sincere Harris is, in fact, redshirting. I'm uh, looking for other validation Ooh. on that. Not that I don't believe you, Michael. I'm sure you're right because you're listening to it live. But I'm still waiting to see somebody else tweet that out or anything. But, uh, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It, it It's unfortunate, but at the same time, like, I get it. I mean, I, he's a great player to have in those situations. But for him personally, like, that's probably not the best situation for him. So, um Point you, Craig. Well done. Wants to get more weight and strength. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It no, makes it, sense. it absolutely he, makes sense. I know when he did his whole, wasn't there like a little thing with him in the offseason? Like he tweeted, I'm 100%, back, 100% yep. coming back, and yep. then he deleted it. Did he ever enter the portal? I don't know if he, I don't, I don't remember. Ever, but all offseason, everyone, I, th- I think everyone was like, we need him. We need him. We need him to come back. We need him to come back. And then as the offseason played out, we were kind of like, uh, maybe, maybe there's not a spot for him. Um, I love the dude. I, I love the way he plays. He's just a little offensively challenged. Um, so it might not be the worst idea for him to, uh, for him to sit this year out and just work on, work on his game. So, so there's that some breaking news here on the, uh, no one asked this post game show. I have to sneeze. Take it away. Bless you. Um, yeah, we've, it's starting to come out on Twitter too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And you called it, so <clears throat> good for you. Um, I can't remember if I, I put it in the in the I didn't group even, chat or not. I didn't even uh, really I think did. about it. So, good, good for you. Good for you. Before the game um, ended, I, I put it out there. So, there it is. Okay. Okay, um, who's your everyday guy? Um, let me look at the numbers. Who do I want to go with today? I'm not going to go with the obvious. Um, I mean, I'll go with Imani Hansberry. I'll go with his eight and, or seven and eight performance in 14 minutes, uh, as you talked about a couple times. That's it's a nice start that's a nice showing um for your for your freshman for your rookie season um obviously we could go with the 18 point rookie but um 
you know, I kind of like what, what Amani did, what he showed, hit a three, um, you know, did, did everything right that he needed to do in the amount of time he was on the floor. So i uh, like to see more of that. Um, he's going to be in a playing time situation too, uh, behind Coleman and Dane and, and Gary A and probably Goody in the post. Um, I mean, there's going to be guys in front of him, but it was a nice, uh, it was a nice showing for, for Amani. Um, I'll go with him. I'll give him some love. I'll let you take a, an easier choice. Yeah. Yeah. The easier choice. Uh, it's, I mean, Dre Gibbs Lawhorn flipped the game, uh, yeah. completely flipped the game when he came in. Um, he did what sincere Harris did a lot last year, but he provided some offense sincere did his on the defensive end. Um, and Dre came in and, and was an offensive spark plug. Um, Man, he's athletic too. That dunk yeah, was impressive, is. and there were some rebounds that he was. His head was nearly hitting the rim. I feel like, um, so I'm excited to see him the rest of the year. And I think he was probably the the difference maker uh, for the Illini tonight. Um, okay, anything else in the chat? Uh, we've got we've got a couple people in here. If you got any questions, um, hit us up, uh, Adam. He's asking about the Louisville game. I don't know if he's talking about the one I went to last week or the one tonight because <laughs> I could uh, – we'll talk about the Louisville game later. Uh, we'll, we'll continue with the line eye for now. But I'll, I was watching Louisville at the same time. I was watching SIU on my computer, Illinois on the TV, Louisville on my iPad. Christy has a picture of me, like, shaking her head because she hates me when I do that. But um, Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Similar happenings in South Bend in that house. Sounds very familiar. <laughs> Have her send me uh, that pick. <laughs> I don't know if she ever got it. I don't know if she ever took it because I saw her taking it. I was like, stop. <laughs> Tell her to send her it out. to me. <laughs> um, the good and the bad. What was the good tonight, Logan? Uh, they overcame the, the early woes, um, which were a little alarming. But uh, whatever sort of funk they were in to start this game. And Kane made the comment. I think it was Kane. Somebody made the comment in the chat. Um, and we maybe we already touched on it. But, um, you know, it felt like more like the exhibition game. And, you know, it's it's they just came out flat. Like it's hard. It's hard to get yourself pumped up for this kind of game compared to like the Kansas game. Yep. Um, and so the way they started this game was, I wouldn't call it, it's not alarming, but it was certainly concerning because uh, I've seen many, <laughs> many top 25 caliber programs that fall in these type of games uh, to start the season. And I was kind of concerned for the first 10 minutes or so that, that was going to happen tonight. And it's a, it did not. Uh, so I would just say the good was the fact that they overcame that um and ended up you know making this a 30 point ball game uh i think that to me was was the was the best part about it um overall i would say yeah i didn't do a whole lot of research into this or like thinking about this but i i would agree um i don't think there's much else good because the shooting wasn't good the free throw shooting wasn't good the rebounding wasn't good um there wasn't a whole lot of good so i'm just going to piggyback off of what you said that you know, for them to be down by nine halfway through the first half. Um, and what was it? At, what was it at half? It was like was 10 or 12, I think, at halftime. 12 like at half. So yeah. to go on, uh, I think I actually wrote it down, to go on a 24 to 6 run to end the half, that's a good sign. And for it to be sparked by a freshman is really um, 
something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, what about the? Go well, ahead. I was going to say, and Michael's right too in in the comment. The the ball movement. I mean, that's something I think we're going to talk about that a lot this year. In lieu of the point guard play, mm-hmm. I think we're going to be talking about the ball movement a lot. And we did see that once things got clicking. Granted, not all the threes were going down, uh, but this team we've seen that now in two games: the the Kansas game and this game. This team moves the ball really well uh, amongst the, amongst themselves, um, which is not something we really saw last year. Um, so that's kind of nice to see. So I, I agree with what Michael said too. That was that was probably the best or the better. Um, some of the good stuff. The bad. Uh, was the abysmal start to the game. Um, the one that they overcame. I mean, I think that's <laughs> yeah. the, <laughs> you can't have the bad, the good without the bad in this situation. Uh, but I mean, again, they, they overcame it pretty quickly. They got it all together. Uh, the shooting wasn't great. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be a thing all season long. You're going to have games where they seem like they shoot lights out other games where they struggle to hit 35%. Um, Granted, they played a not-so-good opponent, so it didn't matter tonight. They did get going a little bit. Uh, but this team does have shooters. Um, but sometimes they're not just – they're not clicking. But, yeah, the bad start and the poor shooting performance, free throws weren't good either. I mean, that's just – That's where I was going to go. I know a lot, <laughs> of, a lot of the focus is on the three-point shooting or anything, but free throws tonight, 12 of 23. Terrence Shannon was three of eight. He's like like the best free throw shooter on the team, and he was three of eight tonight. Uh, that's where I was going to go with the bad, and uh, I think Michael put it in the um, in the chat. Uh, Coach Underwood, well, yeah, Coach was really mad about pissed about the offensive rebounds. Eastern grabbed fourteen offensive rebounds, and they're not a they're not a big team per no. se, so they should not be doing that against Illinois. And that's what led to the slow start was they were getting some second chance opportunities and no one was boxing out. Um, so yeah, that those two free throw shooting and some, some bad effort on the rebounding was my bad. Uh, check the chat one more time. I don't see a lot else in here. Uh, Michael's keeping us updated on coach. Um, happy with the bench. Uh, we'll talk about Oakland here. Uh, I guess right now we can talk about Oakland now. Um, coach said Oakland will launch threes big time. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at. Uh, I noticed that they were playing Ohio State tonight. Ohio State did win. They did beat Oakland, seventy-nine to seventy-three. <laughs> so it was close. So Friday is not any cakewalk, and they shot thirty-five threes. They were 14 of 35. They have a player on their team. I saw Rob Doster, t- Doster tweeted this. Jack Golke, G-O-H-L-K-E. He's a senior. He was six. What was he? Six of 18 from the field tonight. He scored 18 points. He was six of 18 from the field. He was also six of 18 from three. Every single one of his shots was from behind the arc. So that's what we've got to look forward to on Friday night. How do you defend that? <laughs> <laughs> Run him off the line. Run him off the line. 
they had a guy he went six for 18 uh another guy went four for seven but it was really that one dude just chucking he took half of their threes i'm gonna look him up what's his what's his first name i have a picture Which in my one? head of what he looks like jack Golkey. yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll see if it's uh pretty much <laughs> Pretty much. He's like a <laughs> Jimmer Fredette. Or who was the guy from um who was the guy from Wofford a couple years ago? He was a baller. I don't remember. <sighs> Fletcher McGee. Oh yeah. Fletcher McGee. He was a baller at Wofford. But yeah, I mean he's your typical white dude standing in a corner and just chuck. Six of eighteen from three. He's living the dream, man. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Oakland, they, they put up a fight with Ohio state and Ohio state's not bad. Let's see what the Ken Palm numbers say. Ohio state's 46 in Ken Palm. Oakland's 243. So Oakland's not great. Ken Palm projects them to go 12 and 17 this year. So we, uh, but it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's not going to be easy. Nothing's ever easy. Are you expecting more like tonight, or do you think they get their shit together and and uh, play better? Well, I mean, they night? got it together eventually. It just took ten minutes. Um, I mean, I think I think they'll be a little more ready. Uh, for whatever the reason, they just did not come out ready today. Yeah. Um, I guess again that has something to do with it's Eastern Illinois and it's not Kansas, so um, maybe that's all it was. Maybe they snap snapped a bit together, figure it out. Uh, because you got one more game like this before Marquette comes to town, and uh, that is certainly not going to be easy. A uh, week from tomorrow, I believe. Correct. From tomorrow is Marquette at home. Um, I'm trying to look up the schedule and internet's being slow. Okay, anything else in the chat? Uh, imagine if Coleman shot. Imagine if Coleman shot 18 threes in the game. Oh my gosh, this fan base would rip their freaking hair out if Coleman Hawkins took 18 threes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, I'm trying to look up the schedule. Why can't I find it? What do you want to know? Is it another BTN Plus game Friday? Yes. It is. We have two more of those. Uh, this Friday and next Friday. Oh, okay. Or BTN Plus. Okay. So, 7 o'clock Central. Valpo. 8 o'clock for myself and my co-hosts here on the East Coast. Although neither of us are on the East Coast. Um, against Oakland. Uh, back to, I don't know if Adam's still in here. To Louisville. I do want to talk about this for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is an Illinois podcast. Go but, ahead. Um, I don't know if he was talking about last week or tonight, but last week I did go to the Louisville exhibition game and they lost to Division II Kentucky Wesleyan by like three or something like that. Tonight they were down to UMBC by like six or seven, late in the second half. They come back. Sky Clark ties it with a dunk. Um, I don't even know. He played He played decent, nothing groundbreaking. But I don't think I can describe it. So if you're listening and you want to see some of the best 
most chaotic basketball. Watch the last 30 seconds to a minute of the Louisville UMBC game tonight. If you have ESPN Plus, you can go watch the replay. Just fast forward. You don't need to watch any of the first 39 minutes. Just go watch the last 30 seconds. It was absolute pandemonium and might be the most bizarre game-winning shot you will ever see. Louisville had the ball like it was tie game. Louisville had the ball. They 20 seconds left. I think UMBC tied the game with like 20 seconds left. They drove the length of the court, took a contested layup with like 14 seconds, missed it. UMBC got the rebound, and the Louisville guy just reached around the UMBC guy and took the ball away. Clear foul. Then he just threw it up in the air trying to get a foul, and a dude came and tomahawk alley-ooped it right down the lane, (laughs) dunked it with like eight seconds left. It's wild. And then on the other end, UMBC gets the ball. The dude catches the ball on the baseline, both feet out of bounds, don't call him out of bounds, and they call a foul on Sky Clark. So down two with two free throws, he missed the second free throw. So it ended up not mattering, and Louisville won the game. But I'm telling you, if you want to go watch some comedic basketball, watch the last 30 seconds of Louisville tonight. It was – I don't know what other word to describe it other than comedic because that's about what it was. Okay. That's I hope I can there, find it on Twitter. I will say – Louisville, for as bad as they were last year, they look much better this year. I think they're going to win a couple more than four games. Will they win oh. 15 to 20? No, but they could They could get close to double digits. They got They got a couple players. They just don't play any defense. So They got Sky. They do have Sky. Sky is the limit. I, wonder, I don't know how. He, he did okay. He probably scored like 12 tonight. Um, he had 27 in the exhibition. He looked pretty good in the exhibition, but they lost. But... He doesn't care if they lost as long as he gets his. So, uh, Michael did bring up something good. Uh, got BTN Plus to watch women's games. Women's team tips off tomorrow. Um, I don't know who they're playing, but I know they played tomorrow. Ranked number 23. Shauna Green, another looks like another great team. Uh, hopefully, another tournament appearance. So, um, if you do keep that Big Ten Plus, BTN Plus subscription, check out the women's team because uh, I'm sure they'll be fun to watch as well. Um, Arlen, I don't think you have Arlen back in here as long as Sky doesn't become the next pods. Uh, Those I, are two very different situations. Very different situations. <laughs> uh, I, I don't see that coming. Uh, I mean, even if it did, like, I don't know. I just the you're talking about situations thing. in Illinois is what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Like, they're just very so. different. They're just not the same thing. Yeah, but I get it. I get the concern. I get that everybody's all up in arms about the whole pods thing. Well, the but... one you might have to be concerned about, according to the secret scrimmage, is Jaden Epps, who dropped forty-eight in the secret scrimmage. Well, this is true. <laughs> this is okay. True. Do you have anything else tonight or uh, no? Forward to um, Friday? But uh, two things. Okay. One, um, I got to get myself conditioned a little better because it's not even eleven o'clock, and I'm freaking tired. Uh, time change. So. Time change really screwed me up. Yeah. Uh, second thing, you know when we will have made it, when we hear our voice in an Illinois basketball <laughs> hype, hype video. video. <laughs> we have to be more positive. That's true. We're, We're going to have to be do. more positive if we want to do that. <laughs> 
I was just listening. I was watching that before the game, and I thought, yeah. one day, it's gonna be I did my have voice. A, I watched it today on my lunch break. Maybe I, I don't know. I was in the car when it, it came on, and I think I don't know who's all in it, but I had the thought. I wonder if we can get the sleepers guys on here because they are very polarizing with the Illinois fan, fan base. Oh, I know. I'm sure. I we wonder could. if they would come on here and chat with us, um, sure, see, see sure what their relationships would. like. So that'd be that'd be fun. No, that was uh, Jeremy was in it. Uh, I think Kevin Fanta. Sweeney, Kevin Sweeney on I, Titus's okay. show. I don't I don't know his voice. I don't know I, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure Titus. You could hear Titus laugh in it too. Okay. Um, because they he. Kevin Sweeney was on Titus' show after the exhibition game. Fanta was in it. Yep. Um, I heard yeah. Fanta. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can get we can get uh, Greg and Carter on here. I'm probably we could probably make it happen. We'll see. We'll see what happens the rest of the year if they have any uh, great. Um, what's the word? Controversial Illini takes. I think they're. I think they like Illinois. The fans just don't like them for some reason. The, it's, this goes back to my theory, man. The Il- Illinois basketball, specifically fan base, is just oh psychotic. Is is psychotic? Yeah. Uh, Ty- yeah. Titus made a comment in his season preview mailbag about the fan bases that he hates the most is Arkansas and Illinois, and it's not that he hates Illinois fans. He just basically like you're just ridiculous. Who is this? Il- Mark Titus. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Illinois fans were just crazy. This is a crazy fan base and yeah. they, they love their, love their Illini basketball. So, yeah. Did the I thought ever cross your mind tonight? Uh, maybe we won't be doing a podcast because Illinois is going to lose. Did yeah. it ever get to that point? Um, I don't know if it got to that point, but I was definitely a little concerned in the first eight or so minutes <laughs> of this game. I'm like, Oh yeah, well, this may not go like I had hoped. <laughs> But uh, we're here. It's we're a good. 28 point win. It's all good. And we talked for 45 minutes. It's late at night. Let's head to let's head to bed. Uh, that's all I got. Unless can you I go to sleep else. now? You can go to sleep. I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> what do we have to do? <laughs> Just upload it to yeah. Spotify yeah, and Apple. Audio. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's it. Illinois wins 80 to 52. 1 uh, 0 on the year, obviously. Uh, Friday night, 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern. Another BTN plus stream we did i did find out tonight that btn plus limits to three ip addresses on one account <laughs> i didn't oh. find that out one of my buddies found that out because they had Good one that we're all going to share <laughs> um and it says we kindly recommend or or limit only three ip addresses for per account how many are on yours <laughs> i i think just two i think okay <laughs> it mine worked the whole time so i didn't get kicked off I did not get kicked off either. Um, so Friday night, another stream, and then we only got one more, and it's next Friday, and then we're on uh, TV the rest of the season. Mm, no, there's there's several peacocks. Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot about I forgot about the new partnership. Last BTM Plus stream. Okay, let's get out of here. Illinois wins eighty to fifty two. We will see you uh, Friday night. Maybe we haven't talked about it. I'll be here Friday. We'll see. Yeah, you. probably. <laughs>